The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the college football history of the Louisiana Monroe Warhawks. This program has won national championships at both the junior college and Division I AA levels. Two national championships, one coach who led the program to its only undefeated seasons, as well as its national championships. One coach who led the program to its other national championship, one fourth quarter comeback to secure a national championship, one bowl loss in its only bowl game, one tie to derail a perfect season, one team that was an offensive juggernaut, two national championships teams, four stellar players, one in-state rival, one very long punt, one day of fumbles, and of course, ace the Warhawk. First season, 1931, national championships two, one at the junior college level, one at the FCS level, 1935 and 1987. Heisman Trophy winners, zero, best coach, James L. Malone, 1934 to 1950, 83 wins, 47 losses, and 13 ties, and won 63.3% of his games. In the second and third seasons ever for the Louisiana Monroe Warhawks, then called the Northeast Louisiana Indians, the Indians went a combined two 13 and one, enter coach James L. Malone. In his second season as head coach, Coach Malone's version of the Indians won the Junior College National Championship and two years later won 7-0-1. In Coach Malone's first 13 seasons of his 17-season tenure at Northeast Louisiana, the Indians never posted a losing record. But special attention must be paid to one other coach, Pat Collins, 1981-1988, 57 wins, 35 losses, and won 62% of his games. In eight seasons as head coach of Louisiana Monroe, his version of the Indians had five winning seasons. His 1986 team won the Division I AA National Championship. Most stunning win, Louisiana Monroe 43, Marshall 42, December 19, 1987, Division I AA Championship game. Number three, Louisiana Monroe, then called the Northeast Louisiana Indians, and the Division I AA National Championship game 12-2. Number 14, Marshall, entered the game 10-4. Northeast Louisiana opened up a 21-13 lead going into halftime. But in the third quarter, Marshall came storming back, scoring 29 points to take a 42-28 lead. In the fourth quarter, Northeast Louisiana closed the score 42-35 and then scored on a 10-year touchdown pass from Stan Humphreys to Kenneth Johnson. Down 42-41, the Indians went for two. Stan Humphreys hit Jackie Harris to convert the two-point conversion for the win to secure the 1AA National Championship for the Indians. Most stunning loss. Ohio 45, Louisiana Monroe 14, December 28, 2012, Independence Bowl. Louisiana Monroe entered the game 8 and 4 and were playing in their first and as of this date, only bowl game. Ohio entered the game 8 and 4. In the first half, the Warhawks threw two interceptions, fumbled once, 
and turn the ball over on downs to fall behind 24 to seven at halftime. By eight seconds into the fourth quarter, Ohio had built a 45 to 14 lead and coasted the rest of the way to derail the Warhawks' first bowl win. Most stunning tie, Louisiana Monroe zero, Southeastern Louisiana zero, 1937. How shocking was this scoreless tie? Louisiana Monroe then called the Northeast Louisiana Indians under the game 6-0. They were undefeated, untied, and had aspirations of winning the Junior College National Championship for the second time in three years. Three games into the season, the Indians had started the season as one of the highest scoring teams in the nation, scoring 211 points, 70.3 points per game. They entered this game in the seventh week, averaging 43.3 points per game. This scoreless tie was a marked departure from the offensive explosiveness the Indians had shown all season and ended all aspirations of a perfect season and the national championship. Best team. There was the 1937 Louisiana Monroe Indians 7-0-1. On opening day of the 1937 season, Louisiana Monroe set the tone for the entire season as they defeated Arkansas A&M 111-0, and the team never looked back. In their next two games, the Indians scored 110 points defeating Tennessee College 59-0 and Kilgore Junior College 41-6, scoring 211 points in the first three games, 70 points per game, making the Indians the highest-scoring team in the nation early in the season. Coach James Malone's 1937 team went undefeated. The only blemish was a scoreless tie to Southern Louisiana in the second-to-last game of the season. Except for that game, no team got within 13 points of the Indians that season. The defense allowed a total of 20 points all season, and outscored their opponents by a combined score of 293 to 20. Now think about that. The Indians scored 303 points in eight games, and that included one game that was a scoreless tie. That season, they averaged 37.9 points per game, and again, that included a scoreless tie. Remove that scoreless tie? Well, they averaged 42.3 points per game. This was a team with a student body of 500, by the way. Half of them were women. And then there was the 1987 Northeast Louisiana Indians, now called the Louisiana Monroe Warhawks 13-2. and two. Coach Pat Collins' 1987 team won the Division I AA championship, defeating Marshall 43-20 in the championship game. They were an offensive juggernaut. In 15 games, they scored over 20 points 14 times, over 30 points 11 times, and over 40 points four times. But we give the nod to the 1935 Louisiana Monroe Indians 8-0. With a student body of 500, half women, this small school with Coach James Malone Leading the way was undefeated, untied, and won the Junior College National Championship. The Eagles had a shutdown defense, shutting out seven of the eight teams they played. They allowed six points all season, outscoring their opponents by a combined score of 180 to six. Best player, quarterback Stan Humphreys, 1986-1987. Stan Humphreys led the program to its most wins in a season, 13, and the Division I AA Championship. Stan Humphreys was a first-team All-American and is only one of two players to have the school retire his jersey number. But attention must be paid to three other players, nose tackle and linebacker Glenn Fleming, 1976-1980. Glenn Fleming was a two-time All-American. There was wide receiver Stefrit Williams, 1992-1995. In his career at Louisiana Monroe, Stefrit Williams set school records for single-game receiving yards, 264, single-season receiving touchdowns, 66, and career receiving yards, 3,177, as well as career touchdowns, 33. And then there was quarterback Colton Browning, 2010 to 2013. In his career at Louisiana Monroe, Colton Browning set school records for single-season passing yards, 3,049, single-season touchdowns, 29, career passing yards, 10,263, career passing touchdowns, 81, and career completions, 951. 
rival, Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. The teams first played in 1953 in Louisiana Tech, won 61 to 6, and went on to win 20 of the first 25 meetings. Proximity helped spur into rivalry as the two schools are a mere 35 miles apart. In 2000, Louisiana Tech transitioned to the WAC, Louisiana Monroe, to the Sun Belt, and the teams have not played since. Hullabaloo won. In 1952, in a 42 to 27 loss to Kentucky, Chick Childress had an 88 yard punt. Hullabaloo, two. In 1972, in a 17 to 7 loss to Northwestern State, Louisiana Monroe had 10 fumbles. Mascot, Ace the Warhawk, and Anthropomorphized Hawk. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode. (laughs) 